0: Welcome to Buy Design with Lynn and Danette. We're so glad you're here. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette.
1: And our hope is that this is a space where you'll find encouragement for your home and for your soul.
0: We have real conversations about God, interior design, and all the things we love. Our hearts are to encourage women to run their race, to keep their eyes on God, and somehow we manage to offer up some design advice for your homes in between. We share from our real life experiences and from time to time we talk to some amazing guests.
1: And hey, head over to our website bydesignpodcast.com where you'll find links to all our shows and the things we talk about. You can also follow us there on Instagram, Facebook, and now even Pinterest. You can also listen to our show right on our site and there are links to subscribe via iTunes or your Android devices.
0: So hey, here we are again. You guys have chose to like Listen to us again. It's awesome. Thank you for listening.
1: There's lots of laughing here this okay. morning, everyone, because a lot of outtakes. Oh, mercy. We're we having
0: so much. Is it fun? <laughs> this is
1: this fun? Uh, what I feel bad for is your husband who edits this. I know. Bless
0: because... him. <laughs> bless him. Listen, yeah. he says he's happy to do it. So <laughs> we'll see how long this lasts. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. Nods to Kurt Feldman for being an editor extraordinaire. <laughs> seriously um yeah. but this is a lot of fun even though we do have a million outtakes yeah I had actually someone was like you should just put all your outtakes out one time and I was like no oh, man you would never no, listen a lot again. of our outtakes are in the gutter <laughs> nobody wants to go there <laughs> I don't even want to hear them again so anywho here we are yes ma'am another day
1: another day down hey um I went to tell you a story Oh, real quick. It happened last night. So I it was ragey again. Oh, it's a ragey story. I love ragey It's stories. a ragey story. That's not a good one. Oh, Like he was being really good. He was putting band-aids all over himself because <laughs> he loves band-aids. He's afraid to put them on owies, but he likes to stick them all um, over his body. But that's great. Like, right. well, a lo- not too long ago, if a band-aid was shown to him, he would scream. Right. So now he's playing with them. We're getting close. So he was doing band-aids and, you know, it's fine. They're everywhere. (laughs) But then all of a sudden he (laughs) runs into the living room holding the toilet brush. No. The thing that you clean the toilet. And it's like hidden underneath in the bathroom. In the cabinet. Like you have to dig to get to it. It's like, and so I like have a heart attack. I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so then there's wet spots on the carpet because he like, crawled in the room before he jumped up and showed us what he was doing (laughs) there's like wet spots of toilet water all over and then I go in the kitchen and it's just like (gasps) you have to go through the kitchen to get to the living room it's like toilet water everywhere and then like (laughs) yeah
0: Okay, so did he brush his hair with it or his teeth? I don't, don't know. I think he was trying to mop the floors. Oh, he thought it was for cleaning. He well, thought it was for cleaning. As long as it's all on the floor, that could, that's doable. Is it? Yeah. No. no. I just
1: I actually just steam cleaned my carpets, mm. uh, like a few weeks ago and so my carpets were so clean and now I have to do it again because that's just the way it goes right okay
0: so heaven forbid you do something good
1: (laughs) right so that's why I can't put words together this morning I'm coming off just toilet water on your floor Anyway, it's gross. Sorry sorry. for drinking
0: your coffee right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, there was the one time that he was drinking toilet water. Oh, I I told you that story. I know, and my kids did that once too. It was actually at Kurt's for our my Jude. It was at Kurt's thirtieth birthday party, and we had people here. And um, thankfully, I had just cleaned the bathroom, and Mm -hmm. he was real thirsty, and he got himself (laughs) a drink out of the toilet, and. That's just so the third child. My other two, never. Oh, never. right. I know. Clearly I, his mother was neglecting him. Right. <laughs> it's <so>. bad mothering. <laughs> I freaked out though because there was still like Lysol in the bowl. Like, you oh. know how it was like dripping, like just like remnants that, yeah. you know, and I freaked out and thankfully one of our friends that was here was a doctor and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like so worried about it. And she was, she laughed at me. She laughed at me for a long time first and then she was like, he'll be fine. But I know children. This is never a dull moment. Thanks, Clorox. <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, something else that I loved was yesterday I saw you and you were gifted a new key. Oh, can we I, talk about that first? Yeah, yes, we can. I
1: was given it a giving key mm-hmm. um, from a friend of ours she was replacing the one that i had given away so for Uh those of you who don't know about the giving keys
0: yeah they're like a it's a company out in california and i believe they employ um like homeless people to like stamp words on these keys and then you buy them and the whole point is that you buy a key with a word on it that you need to be encouraged in in whatever season you're in and so that gives words with like you can get them with love or courage or trust or whatever word you Mm -hmm. want you can customize them and then the The idea of it is when you are no longer needing that key or you see that there's somebody else struggling in that area that you've, you're able to pass that key on to them to encourage them to kind of make that um, like a statement of this is what I'm choosing to be. So you and I got them together last year. Yeah. That was like, that was my second key. It's my first one. And it was, I love it. Mine, um, mine had the word lead on it Mm -hmm. and yours had the word purpose which is awesome. I just loved it. So yeah. we loved our keys and we wore them every day and yeah. we got them like at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was kind of crazy how at the end of the summer, I just felt like I was going on a run and there's there was a really sweet um, intern student here this summer and that was working at the church and I just totally felt convicted. I didn't have anything to give her before she left. And then I was going for a run that morning and I just was like, your key and I knew it was for her. Like, it was like, oh my golly. But there was a little selfish part of me that was like, but it's so pretty. I don't want to give it up. Yeah. It, you when, you, know? when you told me the
1: story of you giving it to her, it was such a sweet ex- it, like moment between you and her. It
0: was pretty cool. Yeah, she needed that word, yeah. I guess, right? and I'm just excited for her. Yeah. I was really excited. Mm-hmm. I was thrilled to, to give that to her, to pass it on to her. Well, when you told me that you were giving
1: it away, I was like, what? (laughs) I, there was no
0: way I I was giving my key away. I didn't even have time to tell you that I was giving it. It was like after the fact, I'm like, uh, so my key's gone. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I, it hadn't even, it
1: wasn't on my radar at all. And I was too selfish with my word. Isn't it crazy? The things that we hold tight, but you know, it's funny having one of these keys dangling around your neck with a word on it. And I'm not someone who like normally like sets goals and like tries to That really zeroes in. I just do the next thing. Right. But this has really like awakened something in my soul and having the word purpose, you know, back then Mm -hmm. a year ago, you and I were feeling a calling to step forward and be a light and point other people to Christ. And it was a new challenge, I think, to being more vocal about it. Right. And so what gave me strength in those moments was remembering what my purpose was and my purpose in this whole world, in this whole existence is to know Christ, preach, and to point other people to him, right? So when I come down to, when I came back to that word, it rises up something inside me that makes me able to take the next step no matter what. So anyway, this word, I was cherishing it. I'd bounce around in my Mm -hmm. neck and if I was, it would remind me in the weirdest moments, Hey, what's your
0: purpose? Right. So anyway, oh, I loved it. And you could, like hold it for a second. Mm-hmm. Like you, it was like a wonderful reminder to just be encouraging. Like yeah. it was wonderful. So you gave your key away, and
1: then within like two days, yeah. Then I ended up giving mine away. Um, Miss Stingy Pants over here. <laughs> I had a um, a dinner with a friend, who is just the sweetest person, and she. We were talking about the Lord, and we sat and talked for like six hours one night about spiritual things in a restaurant. I
0: love that. Yeah,
1: we connected. We were friends in high school, and just life has brought us back together, and now there's just something special there. And she is just a great businesswoman and on on top of her game, but I think she's struggling to know what her purpose in this Mm -hmm. life is because she kind of has it all as far as that stuff is concerned. And so I was pointing her back to well, what's your purpose? What were you made for? Right. What is God asking of you? Which is and, great
0: for anybody, really. Right, like but we for her, all need to yes. remember this.
1: Right. And it, but I think until you're brought to that crossroads Absolutely. in your life where you know, you God wants you to be looking into it, that word means nothing. But right. in her it was like all of a sudden I just looked at her and I started telling her about this key and then I took it Isn't off that crazy and I how was it handing it happens.
0: Yeah, I was I handing
1: it to her and I was like, What am I doing? <laughs> And so she wears it now oh, and she told she me it? yeah, that oh, she loves love it. it. Yeah. And so I was keyless for a while. Oh, I know. I'm keyless still. I'm, yeah. But I have a new
0: word I and a new it. key now
1: from our sweet friend. And my it. word is abide.
0: Oh, what a great reminder. It is. Yeah. Oh,
1: um, that's a great word. Yeah. Too. Just to live and dwell and be in Christ. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And just know that you right. can right and what's your word going to be do you know i don't know i keep going round and round and it's funny you know what i know it's the last time and the last word i've had in my head bouncing around is small mm. like just be small mm. and like just That's so sweet be small because yeah. i don't need to be big and i don't want no. to be you know i i want to like i'm actually desiring to just do my small things well right. for the glory of god and right and just, Jesus chose to be small, right? When right, he was here, he right. made himself nothing, just a great. Yeah, so yeah. that's one word that it just kind of keeps popping up, but we'll yeah. see, I don't know. Yeah, I encourage anyone listening to this if, you know, if
1: if you don't have a key or don't have a word, I get one. It's a beautiful um, thing.
0: Or if you thing. if you know of like a friend that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you see a friend that you just really want to encourage. I did that once too where I was like, you know, I and I would love that. You know what I mean? Like I would love that just to Mm -hmm. see women encouraging each other, you know, like I see this in you that, you know, so here you go and wear that key and live that out. I
1: love that Lynn, because so many of us struggle with not even seeing the good in ourselves, but we need to be reminded, right. And, Mm -hmm. and pointed to what we need to be and what God is calling us to be. And there's power.
0: Absolutely. And we can be that for each other. So it's funny that all of this is like our conversation right now because this is where I'm really being grown in. Um, you guys might remember Kelly from episode nine, I think, or eight or nine. Yeah, so her and I are, we're leading a study at Calvary and we're like, we've got women actually showing up. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's crazy. So people, and they've come back like three so weeks your So your study is on? It's on the book Seated with Christ by Heather Holloman, mm-hmm. And oh, it says like... One of those things that I know, okay, like it's one of those ideas that I have heard and Mm -hmm. I know, but there's something about really studying it and applying it, right? Like there's two different things. But so the whole principle is on Ephesians 2, 6 saying that God has given us a seat in the heavenly realms with Jesus and Mm -hmm. that we are seated in, in the heavenly realms with Jesus. and what does that really mean? You know, that we have a seat at the table in the heavenly realms with Jesus and Mm. as brothers and sisters in Christ, everybody has a seat at the table because Jesus has done that for us. He has died on the cross. He has given us, um, the promise of, of new life in him. And so we can sit at the table and, Mm -hmm. So what, what does that mean, though, to be seated at a table, like to be seated is knowing who you are in Christ, knowing mm-hmm. what he's done for you and then living that out. And in our culture, there's just so many other tables that are wanting our attention, you know, right. like whether we're striving to be at a, a table that's skinny and beautiful or a table that's um, smart and witty or a Mm -hmm. table that's, you know, a good mom table or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, we're, we're striving to be at those tables and wanting to find belonging where God's already done it for us. Mm -hmm. Like he's already prepared us a seat at the table. So this whole idea, um, has just been so great, Mm -hmm. like just to visualize it. Cause I'm a visual person and, you know, I love, um, Like when I think about this table, I think of it being like this beautiful wooden table, you know, and these seats are all different. Because I love that around a dining Mm -hmm. room table, like different, you know, not all chairs the same anyways. And so I feel like, you know, like none of us are the same. Like we're all created differently with a different purpose to be able Mm -hmm. to like carry that out. So it's just a beautiful picture.
1: And the whole idea, you know, it's rooted in in truth about you know, when Jesus died on the cross in John 19 Mm -hmm. verse 30, it said, he said, it is finished. Right. And it's paid in full. And when something is paid for, you don't try to keep giving them more, right? You're relieved it's paid for and you're free and clear. And that's the thing um, that's kind of wrapped in this, Mm -hmm. you know, finding your seat is knowing that um, you don't have to strive or work to get that seat no so when jesus sat down at the right hand of the father he was resting because the work was done yeah and
0: um it was and we talk about that in the bible like it's in scripture a lot like i was i think it, it started in like um Colossians, I started reading and it was talking about that. And then like, I kept bouncing like to the next, Mm -hmm. you know, like in your study Bibles, sometimes it'll say like everywhere that's, that phrase is used and it's throughout the Old Testament talking about how he would be seated at the right hand of the father. Yeah. Um,
1: Hebrews 10, 12 says our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins. Good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the crazy part about that is we are seated with him and in him. It doesn't say we're seated next to him. It doesn't say we're seated like on the floor by him. We're seated with with him him and in him.
0: Yeah. Which are two different okay, so let's um like what does it mean to be seated in him? It's one this is one of the questions that we had we talked oh, really? about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I haven't read the book, but Oh, it's so yeah. So like like when you think of a person who is seated in Christ, what do you see in their life? What is what is evident in their yeah. life? It was like kind of hard for a second. I just kind of sat quiet and then I was like, you know, I feel like that would be a person who is full of the fruit of the spirit you know, someone who was seated in Christ because Christ is, you know, we have the Holy Spirit in us and that's what would be flowing out of us. So it would be somebody who was kind and generous and patient. And, you know, like it would be one of those people that is full of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. Like I want to be that person. Like I want to be fully seated in my seat with him, knowing that he has paid it in full. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't have to do anything. No, we don't have to do anything for him. We do it all in him. And this is where it's funny. I was thinking about it too. A lot of times I want to like not take the seat because I want to be a martyr in the sense of I don't feel worthy enough. Like Mm. who am I to sit at this table? You know what I mean? Like I want to look at the people around and be like, yeah, but they're all this and this and this and they deserve to be there. Or maybe you don't deserve to be there, Mm -hmm. but you do deserve to be there. And then... Feel like I'm unworthy to be there. Mm-hmm. Also, like that's that's the beautiful thing is that that's not what Jesus is doing. That's not what God the Father is doing. He no. has given us a seat. Yeah, and, and he calls
1: us each by name.
0: Yes, it's that he
1: wants you with him. Absolutely in him, and so it's not like. It's not. It's someone you can know, and so you're not going and sitting by the king of the all kings that you've never met before. You're going and sitting next to your Savior, the Lover of your soul, the one who made you. Like right. it's a. It's someone you we
0: should want to be next to. You like, know, like, I love it. she's hunger talks, for it. She talks about that. Like it's just so great. Like. Um, our seat and the tasks before you today, John 14, 31, where Jesus says, I love the father and do exactly what my father has commanded me. We can do exactly what God commands. So not what the culture says we have to do. So, or what bloggers tell me I have to do or what, you know, all these things, God gives me the desire and the ability to, to accomplish his plans for me, mm-hmm. the end. Right. Yeah. And the same with like, the girl next to me at the table, God has given her an, a unique set of gifts and talents to accomplish the tasks set before her. And I cannot compare my tasks in the way that God's gifted me to the way he's gifted her to carry out those tasks. So I just, mm-hmm. I loved that, like just that reminder. And these are things we know, like, you know, not to compare and to, you know, encourage each other. And like, we talk about that a lot and mm-hmm. we try to apply that in our lives but we need these daily reminders and these right, daily... And
1: we know these things. We study the Word of God, but it's completely different when you believe it for yourself. Absolutely. I'll never forget, like, it was a year or two ago, one of our friends was encouraging me um, and talking to me about how that God really loves me and delights mm. in me. And those were words I knew. I know. But yeah. when, when it hit me full on... That, no, 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 like me and my mess and all the things I don't have to hide, there's a delight there. And, uh, when it became real to me in that sense, I was just, I I, I remember the moment and Mm not, you know, so I know what
0: you're saying. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think we have to like encourage each other in that, like, it's so easy in our culture of social media to look at other people's high moments and um, judge ourselves and our lives and the way God's gifted us. And who are we to do that? You know, yeah. it just makes me. Let's, oh. And let's be excited and happy for the people finding their place. Yeah. at their t- And you know what? And maybe they are doing things selfishly. You know what? It's none of your concern. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter so how with often your heart. do, who doesn't do that? Right. right? Like, exactly. Yeah, we're all cast first stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking
1: about the idea of, you know, pulling up to the table Mm -hmm. and uh, taking your seat and a seat that, you know, you're not worthy to sit in, Mm -hmm. but it's for you. Right. Like, you know, I kind of see myself shaking my head that I'm even there, but also so grateful to be at the table.
0: Oh, right.
1: And so that it's a relief it, and you know to to realize that you're there free and clear right and you you don't have to like you know come guns blazing like you're right. there because you don't have to work for it or strive right. god just says it is done this is for you this
0: is yeah It's a free seat for you. Yeah. It's an honored seat Yeah, that we didn't have to work to get. Do you know what's funny is when you said that, it made me think of like a wedding table at the head table, you know, like there's, those are special seats, you know, those are special seats that, um, are for the bride and the groom. And it's just so cool. Like we are as the church, you know, we are the bride and He's coming for us and he's given us a seat. So I think of as a bride, like when you're like, I get to be, I get to be married to this man. Like I think of that moment when I was with Kurt, like I get to sit beside you at this table right. and it is a place of honor and it's a, you don't feel worthy and right. you know that you are such a screw up and yet he loves me. Right. It would be
1: like, it's kind of like going to a wedding and you're expecting to sit in the back With people, you know, you know, who knows who, nobody. But what if the bride and groom pulled up a chair right in front of them and said, we are so glad that you're here and we want you to sit right here with us. I know. That's what's happening. And not like we want you
0: to, this is your seat.
1: Right. Yeah. Right here. This is, here's your little (laughs)
0: name tag and you're sitting right in front of us. Yeah. I just love that visual though of... You know, and, and we all can relate to that in some way or fashion when we put it in our own cultural um, reference. You but know? we have to break it down and make it real, Absolutely. don't we? To make to give meaning to it. Mm-hmm. I I just love that. Like you, you kinda see that on the bride's face when she looks mm-hmm. at him, like when they sit down for the first time, like, Can you believe we're here? Yeah. I just love that. But mm-hmm. that's what God's done for us. So there's a seat for you at the table. You no matter what you've done or what you're struggling with or no matter what, this is me preaching to myself and, and to you, whoever's listening, that there's a seat Mm -hmm. for you and that you can come and be just as you are and sit in the seat, knowing that you are loved and known and seen.
1: Yeah. And I want to just throw it out there that let's, you know, let's grab on to the girls sitting next to us Mm -hmm. and show them to their seat. Amen. Let's bring people along. And, you know, none of us
0: deserve No. So let's, you know, they're seated too. Yeah. That person that's driving you crazy, there's there's a seat for them at the table. Wow. You know that person that's struggling and that you don't want to be around. There's a seat for them at the table. Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't matter. So it's it's just been a great. It's funny. This whole conversation has been great, even to have with my kids. You know, mm. just to be like, you know what, you know what it's like when you don't feel like you belong or someone doesn't sit with you or, you know, that feeling. Oh, yeah. You know, like, let's include people and there's a seat for you at that table, too, and mm. and for your friend or just to be able to have this conversation. So I highly recommend this book. I just want I every woman to read so it. so excited to read it. Um, speaking of tables, I do love me a beautiful farm table. Mm. Where are you going with <laughs> this just scary. I know. So what do you picture for your table in your kitchen? We can talk like this is kind of moving into our design chat. So Yeah. Um, so the kitchen that I have right now,
1: or mm. the kitchen that I dream of one day having. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do both. The answer is yes. Okay. Well, um, I'm gonna have to say right now because I need to practice what I preach, and I'm all about living right now where God has us. Mm-hmm. And I have a house that will, in my dreams, one day be renovated to a bigger kitchen where we can entertain and sit and eat together and not bump into each other and step on each other's toes. And But that's not where I live right now. I mm-hmm. have a very small kitchen, and it has a beat-up table that um, a business in town was I think getting rid of or throwing away and my friend said hey do you want this table
0: and I said (laughs) as things happen around here (laughs) this is what happened
1: I take other people's junk and I paint it and now we eat at it every night but it's okay it fits yeah yeah we
0: it does actually fit that room yeah
1: okay okay. it it fits really well yeah it fits the room I'll have to share some pictures of my kitchen it's kind of a right now I'm in the temporary forever that <laughs> might really end up being forever because it won't, but my, you've
0: made it awesome. Can it's just, cute, it is it's cute. cute.
1: Um, yeah, I'll share some pictures of what it was when we bought it and what it looks like now, definitely. And it, you know, it's got a used table in it right now mm-hmm. that is janky and um, it has primer on it, that's all that's on it right now. That's all it it's is? just primed, it's been primed for a while. It, wow. Yeah, I never finished it. I just threw it in my kitchen because so we had because I got the table and then we had to eat dinner and yeah. I was like okay well, the, the paint's dry ah. everybody sit down. That's so
0: great. Yeah, that's how That's it, so real life though.
1: But that yeah, people think Everything has to be perfect and no, darling, it doesn't. And no. this works, and we're not spending a fortune, seriously. No, like, yeah. especially
0: when you know that you're wanting to do updates mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, yeah. why?
1: So, why? this little kitchen had a horrible ceiling fan. We just recently talked about those. Oh, I love that. Had a horrible ceiling fan. You
0: ripped that out. I ripped it out. See, this I didn't know this. This
1: is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right now, what's left of it is just the center portion where the um, fan was, um, we're using that as a light still. Right. So I'll show you what that looks like. Yeah. Good. It's gotten a slight facelift. There you go. Ever so slight or it will by the time you (laughs) see it. So great. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the rest of my kitchen is I painted all of the cabinets Mm. and that was also another, um, disaster. Uh, meaning that (laughs) I, I Just on a whim, decided I was painting all my cabinets. It was in the time of when Derek was very ill, I believe. You're pregnant. I was pregnant. I took all the doors off, took them outside. I cleaned them, you know, gave them a little sanding. I had a sprayer. I was painting. It was nice out, and then a storm came in. Oh no, and they weren't dry. They weren't dry. A huge storm rolled in from oh, the West. No. And so Oh no. <laughs> I laugh. I laugh. Of course but, a storm rolled in on you.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> like the story of my life. Oh, yeah. But you know what? A storm rolled in. <laughs> that's a great like line. <laughs> yes.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I thought about crying. <laughs> and right. then I just some little sanding. I put the poles back on them and I hung them back in my kitchen and I painted the boxes before I put the doors on. And now they're painted and it's a temporary fix, right? I believe or not. Nobody seems to care. right? Our kitchen is happier though because it's not as dark right. as it once was.
0: And I love the color. You kind of did like a really pretty light teal-y kind yeah, of color. Yeah, it's, it's like really a sea foamy
1: kind yeah, of color. Yeah, pretty pretty. I'll share the color. And I painted all my poles. I didn't spend money. They were not cute, and I painted them all black. Just spray painted them, I spray painted them all black, and then I just lightly sanded them so some of the old gold because it was like the old ch- chintzy gold oh, yeah. came that's through kind of nice, through a little bit. yeah. So that looks nice. And um, I painted the wainscote that was really dark in there white. Ah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, but I love it. did you have to update your appliances? We haven't, you didn't have to. It well, has that, and nice. there's a
1: ginormous refrigerator. In our kitchen. And that was there when we moved in and we've kept it. We just moved it to the corner. And so
0: but it It wasn't that's great. It wasn't there or was it?
1: It was in the middle of the room, kind of. What you I'll, sh- I'll show I'll really? show you through pictures yeah we painted our front door in there and, and that helped had, I put a bench in there that we made out Man, of the bifold door Thank the lord for
0: paint right
1: yeah paint is basically how I made my kitchen come together there was a bifold door that closed the kitchen off from the rest of the house and we took the bifold door off the hinges and separated it and made two benches two really long benches put some legs on them so that's oh that's awesome that's where you got those bifolds from yeah that's so awesome. and they're really heavy old oak bifolds they make it goes for a great bench people So I'll share that with you. But yeah, there's one at the foot of our bed. And then there's one that we use in our kitchen. I love those
0: benches you Mm -hmm. made. Those are awesome. Yeah. It's like our, because our little
1: itty bitty kitchen is like our foyer as well. Yeah.
0: Right. You walk right into your house right there. Yeah. You've made that really efficient though.
1: Well, and it does get really messy. And then we throw everything back in those little, we have bins underneath the bench. No, you
0: don't have bins. What do we have? You have darling galvanized oh. tubs. Like yeah, galvanized buckets. Buckets. Yeah. They're darling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like all those little touches, though, that just make it. Right.
1: Those are from our wedding. Oh. We bought them for our wedding and we had them on our and table. You got, for... you got
0: good mileage out of those things.
1: Yeah. We just reuse that's everything awesome. we have. And it's not perfect and it doesn't have to be. Nope. Nope. And what's the Nestor say? Just... It doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Yeah, that's the Nestor's line. She has a hashtag for it. and. <laughs>
0: and I hashtag love hashtags to, like IDHTBB, whatever. I it's don't, like, know. I don't yeah, know. I know. It has to be, but it's, look it up. Like just yeah. take the first letter. But from it's that.
1: so true. And, you know, that's actually how I live. Yes. Thank yeah. goodness. It's
0: just too much pressure otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And I and it's love fine. living like that. Yeah. But I always laugh because people find out that I'm a designer <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, I bet your house is just like so perfect. So amazing. And. Well, you might be surprised because I don't live in a like Pinterest perfect type space. You know, it's stuff that I make and it's junk that I find and I like doing that kind of thing. And, you know, I also
0: have, you see things though, like when you see what you call junk, you see it, not junk. Like, I love that, you Mm -hmm. know, like it's perspective, you know, like seeing something a different way. Right. Mm -hmm. which is applicable in all walks of life. (laughs) I know, but I always laugh because the stuff I do in my house, and
1: normally, like, I'm actually just trying things out. I'll move something to a new spot, and it's kind of, like, weird for a while. And I'm just trying it out, and, like, some of our family will come to my house and they don't say anything, but I know they're kind of thinking like, <laughs> what's what? going on? That's a little weird. <laughs> and it is. But I try things out. I, oh, I like to try new things. And Why not? So there's freedom in your homes, guys. There is. And you don't have to worry about what other people think.
0: Be you. Seriously, that's who God's created to be, mm-hmm. which goes right back to what we were talking about before, which is perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect way to end this. I love it. You know, you're gonna to get to hear from time to time things that Danette and I are actually doing in our homes. It's becoming more of what we do. Yeah, and you know, we are we're excited to share that with you guys and hope that it encourages you in your spaces too. So have a great day. Bye. <laughs>